0: Hello, guys, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Podcast with myself, Matthew Riggs, Hayley Overall, Ed Archer, and today we have got Kai DeCosta, pain champion, um, on the podcast. Uh, how are we doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, I'm great, no, thank you. I've got
1: to start that again, that was yeah. rubbish. Do no, better. Would would like to start that again. Anyway, yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers.
2: Happy
3: mental
1: <clears throat> Health. Yeah,
3: public speaker as well. Yeah?
0: Public speaker, yeah,
1: pain yeah, it. Yeah. Like, right. like, right. um, no, don't, because you went
0: Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Mental Health Podcast with myself, Matthew Riggs, Hayley Overall, Yo. Ed Archer, and today we've got Kai de Costa, public speaker, pain champion. Thank you very much, Mister Riggs. It's lovely to be here today, guys.
1: Welcome to the pod.
2: Thank you very much. It's been a it's been a lovely day so far, meeting you all lot and having a, well meeting you again
0: and meeting you all lot today. And yeah, it's been it's been nice. I've really enjoyed myself. So, good. good. So um, obviously, we've got this uh, flipping pain, and obviously you've been. <laughs> Before we got on the podcast, you were sort of trying to tell us, yep. keep it to yourself, let's have it on the podcast. Yeah, so um, so I'm going to jump
2: in with a bit about myself. Um, so in 2015, 8th of May, I got in a road traffic accident, used to be a mechanic, used to work um, doing motorsport on the weekends and just doing, you know, HTV car mechanics, motorbike mechanics during the week. And on my way to work one day on a motorbike, got taken out by a car, woke up, well, all I remember is waking up <laughs> in intensive care, um, you know, a week later or whatnot. And apparently what happened was car hit me, I flew over the car, so did the bike, first time I've ever flew. Uh, <laughs> and i lost. Yeah. Yeah, lost, yeah, it turns out. Um, and uh, yeah, it turns out that the nerve can, that controls my left arm, it's called the brachial plexus, um, for anyone out there that wants to know. <laughs> it ripped I out, my, it ripped <laughs> I out like my spinal the terminology. cord. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it. And it pulled out my spinal cord, meaning that my, my, my left arm doesn't work. It's been dead since 2015. Um, but they didn't notice, but for four years, in essence, I was walking around with a herniated spinal cord. And basically, my left side of my body was just slowly dying. They did a nerve graft operation when they took a nerve out of my left leg, put it in my left shoulder. But obviously, that didn't work because they didn't notice that a herniated spinal cord was there. It wasn't sending signals to that side of my body. So I was slowly, in essence, my body was just dying around me, but no one knew. And one day, I went for physio on my left arm, and um, the doctor looked at both my legs and was like, your left leg is two, two inches in circumference, smaller... Than your then your rat right leg. And, and you was, had
1: noticed. I didn't oh, notice any exactly. well obviously right.
2: I was like I'm not, i not wasn't a gym bro at this time, I had no <laughs> knowledge about you know what I mean? Like I was wasting away anyway, you know what I mean? Um and it was uh, it was one of those things and I was like, Okay, so what what could that be? So I assumed it was because they took an out of my left leg and put it in my shoulder, yeah? But it turns out that the way it works is it the the nickel the, the signals get sent down and then come back up. So it was a signal going down that was damaged. So it was from the spinal cord. And that's why they gave the scan. Notice that my spinal cord is herniated. At this point, you know, I got back to my normal life in essence, got used to the left arm being dead. And I managed to get to university. I was studying psychology. I was only there for two weeks when I got a call. Ring, ring. Hello, spinal surgeon on the phone. You have, yeah, literally. And I thought, I finally got my life back together. And then the rug got pulled from underneath my legs again. And they said, you you need an urgent invasive spinal operation. And this happened in 2018. Um, unfortunately I went you know what I'm going to drop out of uni because I have to Mm. uh, for this op Mm. and I'm lucky I did because I woke up from that surgery paralysed from neck down um, which was terrifying. I was paralyzed from the neck down, but also had sanctuary. Called... Had
1: they given you any like <coughs> like precaution of that might happen?
2: Yeah. So when you when you go in for an experimental spinal operation, they give you a bit of paper saying, <laughs> oh, you know, if you yeah. can't piss, poo, if you can't walk, if you die, if anything happens during this operation, your family oh, can't you. sue. It's, it's on you.
1: Like, yeah. yeah you
2: know, I can't really blame the doctor because I needed it, and it was one of those things. So um, I woke up, but thank God it was only temporary temporary neck down para- para- paralysis, shall I say. Um, so within like a few weeks, a few days, rather, um, my, my upper body regained movement, but my legs from the waist down, they were shattered. There was just, there was no signals being sent. So I had to do, you know, a long intensive walking rehabilitation, neurological, uh, physiotherapy, stuff like that. Managed to get back on my feet, got back to university in 2019 for my first year again, but I was in agony. I was in so much pain and I was like, why am I in more pain than I've ever been? I thought they sorted me out. I thought they fixed me. Um, You know, my spinal cord was not herniated anymore. Well, that's what I thought. And um, so I went for a few scans and they said that where they did the surgery, the scar tissue inside my spinal cord was growing too much. I was healing too much in essence. Um, I think God sent too many blessings that day. (laughs) (laughs) And it was basically acting like a strangulation inside my spinal cord. So the scar tissue is basically causing like an internal strangulation Mm -hmm. effect, which was sending horrendous neuropathic pains to through both my arms. It's called bilateral neuropathic pain. So um, I managed to get through my first year, barely. Three, three out of five, three out of seven days a week, I was in bed. Like, see those videos of those people mm. shaking in bed, in pain, screaming. That was literally me. I so this
1: was before lockdown? Yes.
2: This was before yeah, lockdown, yeah. yeah this, would, this would have been in 2019.
1: So this would have been really helpful for you because you couldn't have done online learning. That would have been, really, <laughs> that would have been actually been well, the lining. Well, well this is the thing.
2: When it, it <laughs> hit 2020... And um, you know they, they you know they say look you need another spinal operation this spinal, this scar mm-hmm. tissue yeah. is going is growing too much and it can you know it's going to cause you agonising pain so you you know you need to get rid of this scar tissue in essence mm-hmm. um, so I went in for the operation and it this was in during lockdown 2020 um, it was Christmas Eve actually because oh. because of the pandemic there was no free hospital beds the only right. time there was was over christmas because right. no i should I mean,
0: speaking to you when you going to go in yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. and um yeah and it was a uh, and i unfortunately woke up from that surgery waist down paralyzed again oh. and in more pain than ever so i was like wait yeah. i'm more disabled i'm more pain Brilliant. and so what does the doctor say you need no spinal op, guy and me like the numpty i am i went yeah you're a, you're a doctor you're the top of your field his name was barry white lovely doctor and to be, to be honest that's incredible, I mean. incredible surgery. Uh, well, incredible surgery rather. To achieve
1: this time?
2: Well, in in essence, he wanted to get rid of my pain. Um, so I was like, okay, going for this operation. I went in for but this they operation. Got
1: rid of the scar tissue. So what was they doing to you this time?
2: Well, this this was the, they, they they tried to get rid of it a bit more or something. I don't know, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, they also get
2: paid well for these operations, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. they? well okay. it, was, it was a weird one so I, um, I went in for the operation this was March 17th 2021 at this point still locked down and I woke up from that in more pain and more disabled than ever and at this point I was like you're done I'm Just done, you know? done. And, well the thing is like doing <clears throat> neurological physiotherapy is difficult doing it with one arm barely any use of your legs and in severe debilitating pain is near enough impossible. So I was like trying my hardest, but I was in a wheelchair at this point for, for over a year. I was really struggling. And, and honestly, I thought this time, that was it. I
3: genuinely thought I was never going to walk again. Did you have, did you then start psychologically thinking like, I oh no, What's the point? Like, well, you, dark, you,
2: you guys know the song Suicide Hope, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's why I wrote that song. Because I wrote that song in between my first and second Spinal <clears throat> op when I truly believed at that time in my life I was going to be in pain for the rest of my life, and I was just saying that. You know, at the end of the song, it says, "If I'm going to go through this pain every single day, I'm going, to basically, in essence, I'm going to make it worth it. I'm going to help people and inspire people. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's what I said, um, and that's why I've written that song because you know they call it suicide pain. Sometimes.
1: So, how did you reach that attitude? Because that's very like it's
2: a mature it's attitude very, to have.
1: To be put through <laughs> all of that again and again, a lot, a lot of people would have just been depressed and resentful and bitter and so how did you flip that around did you have therapy did you have people supporting you i mean
2: i have the best family in the world like, truly, my mum's a saint. My dad is insanely smart and he's a good um, motor. My, my siblings couldn't ask for... I couldn't ask for a better family. And then it. pair that with the best friends in the world. I oh, have incredible you. support network. And this is why I really say to people, you want to succeed in life, you surround yourself with those yeah, people who right, right, get yeah. aided. It's an
3: environment thing,
2: isn't it? 100%. Totally. You know, birds of a feather flock together. Mm. And yeah, in this yeah, situation, yeah. I was surrounded by the best fucking birds. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these people were the creme de la That's creme. Amazing. So I, I, you know, I struggled, don't get me wrong, and some days I wanted to give up, as we mm-hmm. all do some days. You know, we all have our internal... I conflicts and stuff you. Nah, they, and, I, oh, and, I, and that's the thing I just, and I stayed on top of it and I, there's obviously something in me that when I face a struggle I just go Do you know what this is another challenge another obstacle for me to get past yeah,
1: yeah. well that's um, great family
2: they're bringing did.
0: you up properly they've done a good job <laughs> yeah, we actually did a, um, a live didn't we as well during yeah, lockdown we did indeed because obviously we spoke about obviously struggles and yeah trying to inspire each other and and all that sort of thing so I was yeah I don't know how much pain you was in and how much were you going through at the time I just tried to send Chihark, sent you a few t shirts. Well you've been mate, <laughs> 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 hey, you you've got t shirts here, but I've Well he goes above and one, like,
2: but it's is the thing, like I met you. I met you after that would have been before I was after my spinal <coughs> up in 2018 Yeah, I remember you used to. but it was before all of the the other two yeah, that really it, messed me it, up yeah, yeah. so I met you and, and we met on a train didn't we and we yeah. had a nice conversation and stuff you I talked to my story and then you showed me your Instagram show me your story and I was just like this is a small world man all this one-up legit <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I won well,
1: no, that's that's it. It.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no but it was uh, it was one of those it was uh, it, and it was nice because you obviously every time you went to the gym you always play my music You was always supporting me stuff like that and then you know you know know. i remember when i was going through the really bad walking rehab when i was really disabled and i really couldn't get around and stuff and you were like you know sending me all those fat to fit tops and you were obviously like like you know get into the gym it was nice you know yeah never never give up that was it yeah and then um and then this brings me on to what happened after so bring me to 2022 it's the summer of 2022 i'm just finished my second year of university i did it in in agonizing pain i did it on a mobility school because I was learning how to walk while going for my second year in university, so I was like, I don't know how, how on earth I managed to pass it and do did well. Did your
1: friends want to hop on the back? though? No,
2: no mate. Everyone, did. <laughs> uni lecturers, uni lecturers wanted to have a go. Oh, yeah, go out yeah, on the yeah. night, yeah. Trip,
1: like, let see, me
2: rolling. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, literally, you laugh, but that was literally it, man. Yeah, I was that guy in, in Manchester playing music, blaring it on his mobility yeah. scooter. Like, did you have little alloys on? No, yeah, was, <laughs> I actually got a, tes- a Tesla badge for it. I, like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's electric; it'll pass, won't it? Yeah. Right. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was it was the, the summer of twenty twenty. And uh, at this point, three spinal ops, agonizing pain, more disabled than ever. Obviously, learn to walk. I managed to learn to walk at this point, stuff like that. But the surgeon said, once again, you need no spinal op. Now, at this point, fool me fucking once. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, rather, three times. Like, I think it's, what, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Yeah, shame on three. It. Shame on, shame on, shame on
1: science. Shame on me. <laughs> yeah, shame
2: on I butchered that, didn't I? I actually butchered that. But yeah, it's um, shame on both of us. That's the one. And uh, at this point, it was the fourth op, and I was like... I can't do this. I'd be an idiot to do this because you know you, well,
3: some, you, you got yourself back to a
1: yes. some
2: form of yeah. life, would not you? Well, and no, I was like, I just and I, I don't think I could psychologically deal no. with another. You know, if I was the, if that fourth operation was to do anything do like the other two, yeah. I just wouldn't be able to deal with it. I don't yeah. think I just would have been like that. Would have broke me. That would have yeah. been the icing on the cake. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to start looking into pain myself i'm gonna start researching it. Like i'm not a unit yeah just techniques and stuff yeah. like that it's anything other than surgery and medication because at this point i was on what was it four I was on 600 mg gabapentin they're like they yeah, use yeah. it for epilepsy It's that is a gabapentinoid medication neuropathic pain medication i was on 600 of that four times a day and they that that alone is enough to make you loopy mm, and mm. out and just brain focus and stuff like that not really in reality at that point then i was on opioid medication on top of that like codeine or whatnot right. i was on the proxin anti-inflammatory yeah. and medication and that yep. stuff with all the other stuff destroyed my stomach so they put me on a meprazole to help my stomach I mean, line that's in. What I had and then I had go and, and go then because too. of all the opioids <laughs> i couldn't go to the toilet so i was on laxatives right. and plus all the spinal all the operations all the learning how to you know use your body again surprised yes. you didn't get addicted to one of those well this is the thing so yes. i was on all that and i was trying to do a degree mm. in psychology and it just those two don't correlate. No. You can't be that mashed up all no. the time no. and focus on no. such an in- intensive degree. Mm. So, um, I w- you know, I-, I really didn't want to be on this medication, but I felt like it was my crutch. I felt like I couldn't mm. live a life without it at this point. Yeah. So I started reading this. One day I was on a train, actually. Um, I don't know where I was going. <clears> I was going to see a girl or And I was reading this book called um, Explain Pain by Laura Moseley and David Butler. If anyone out there is in chronic pain, read this book. Um, It's absolutely remarkable. Genuinely changed my life. How do you... What's it called again? Explain Pain. Yeah, David Butler, Laura Mosley. Incredible book. It basically goes through a lot of the research, a lot of the knowledge, and all contemporary knowledge, all the recent stuff we know Mm -hmm. about pain. Mm -hmm. And what this book was basically telling me was that. You know pain is a biological thing obviously it needs nerves it needs all the biological mechanisms like you know when you get a cut and you feel pain it does you know that's called nociception that biological mechanism but pain itself is a psychological experience because you can get heartbroken and be in pain you can lose a loved one. You can, you know what I mean, and be in pain. So so pain can't just be a biological mechanism. It has to be a psychological and social, sociological mechanism as well. So this book was basically explaining me for the first time the psychosocial elements that contribute to pain. And it was also explaining to me that chronic pain, when it's persistent for, I think it's defined by the NHS as um, persistent pain for 12 weeks or, or more, regardless of treatment or therapies, interventions. So chronic pain that persistent pain that lasts longer than 12 weeks is completely different to that acute pain when you get a cut or a bruise or anything like that acute pain works just like this I give you a flick yeah. you feel something you get a <laughs> pain and if, what your brain does is it goes "Oh, there's 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 yeah. a there's a danger send that signal up acknowledge it sensation pain now mm-hmm. persistent pain is a bit more complicated it's not as you know it's it involves emotion it involves a lot of things so the best way to explain it I'm sorry to put you through this again. <laughs> I've already <laughs> well, explained we'll this into him today. In, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is a car alarm. So you've got that one car in on your street. You know, it's uh, four in the morning. Gust of, it's a heavy you know, storm or whatever. And that one car, gust of wind hits it and the alarm goes off. Now, that isn't really a danger, is it? That gust of wind. It's not causing the car any damage. Mm. But the car is perceiving it as being damaged and it sends the alarm like a yeah. potential threat yeah. in essence so um that's like someone with persistent pain what's happened is is that that car alarm is more sensitive than all the other cars and me my alarm system my pain system that have developed over time and we developed for evolution to keep us protected, to keep us from harm, keep us from damage, has become so oversensitized because I've been through such trauma and such threat. My
1: body's protecting as
2: well. that's it. My yeah. body's hyper-protecting yeah. myself. It's going, you need more protection, you need yeah. to be more sensitive to Clearly. threat. Yeah, to the point yeah, yeah, where now yeah. I don't even need to be cut, I don't even need to be hit by a car. All I need is a gust of wind, and I will get that pain. But it's the same as when you watch TV and you see a motorbike crash on TV. Mm. That motorbike crash, my brain goes, oh, you had a motorbike crash, that's a threat. So it will look at that crash and
1: then happen,
2: and I'll get a pain.
1: Interesting. And it's like- And it's I mean, your body's evolved. Isn't it to protect it? well that's the thing you,
2: you know your prefrontal cortex is the part of your mind that you know is is, is you in essence it gives you a personality stuff like that it's you know it's the newer part of our evolved brain and it's like it's a lot it's a very complex system it has all of your memories all of your you know past traumas all your happy stuff everything your whole existence is is comprehended in that part and pain has to work its way into that and associate with that so now so like actually as, as we were talking about earlier with your migraines yeah, you yeah. have chronic migraines yeah cool, and yeah, cool. I can guarantee: the more stressed you are, the more you get migraines. Because when you're stressed, you feel under threat. Yeah. You know about the fight or flight or rest and digest states. Two, you have two. You have your central nervous system. You have part of your central nervous system called the autonomic nervous system, and you have two parts of that: your parasympathetic and your sympathetic. Your parasympathetic nervous system: rest and digest, chilling, having a nice day. <laughs> your, your, your fight or flight is your sympathetic nervous system. Now, when you're anxious, when you're stressed, your body goes into fight or flight. What does fight or flight do? It sends all of your blood, sends all of your, you know, um, all of basically all your energy to parts of your body needed to fight and flight. Mm, mm. Um, but that means it's not sending blood and, and all the energy to parts of your body used for healing, for resting and digesting. <clears throat> so what we tell people in chronic pain is you are running in fight or flight constantly. You are living a stressful life. The
1: primal, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you
2: are yeah, running, you're, but yeah. you're not get, letting yourself get out of it. And imagine you're in pain. You, you, get, you get a chronic pain and you've been on chronic pain for eight years. You get a what are you gonna do you're gonna sit there and go what to do do da i'm in chronic pain no you're gonna be like oh my god not again i hate, god, being, I hate, again, yeah, I hate this. this is this never gonna end you're gonna
0: yeah. catastrophize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it what does catastrophizing it's do
2: exactly that makes you more stressed yeah, that gets you amped up
0: and it gets you in more pain that is just exactly good for my brain so i get one and i hate them I literally hate them with a passion and yeah when i do get one I like get so worked up about it that i've had one yeah that I end up stressing myself out about it. And then I go for the whole rest of the week after I've not after when I haven't got a migraine, thinking about getting another migraine. Yes. So I spend the whole week thinking it's going to come in a minute. It's going to come in a minute. Yeah. It's going to touch. And then that yeah. is what induces it because yeah. you're not a, your body is then you know
2: it, this is the thing like neurologically on a, on like a you know endocrine level looking at your hormones and stuff like that. When you're stressed, when you're frightened, you release cortisol, norepinephrine, you know all these hormones and stuff like that. These fight or flight hormones yeah. they get you amped up. So if that's if that's what's putting you in pain, <laughs> it's easy to know what's going to take you out of it. You need to learn to relax. You need to learn to engage meditative practices in your life. You mm. need it to learn. It's easier
3: said than done. Well, this, is, it?
2: It, it's, and the thing is, it's very idiosyncratic. Mm. you what makes you chill and what makes me chill are completely yeah. different yeah. things. There's not yeah. a magic pill. There's not a magic. This book, yeah. this flipping pain recipe, it's six key messages, but it's not a menu of how to get out of pain. Mm. It's not a guide because mm. that's up to you. You mm. need to figure out what makes you tick. And you know yeah. what I mean? Because for me, I can watch the, the TT on TV and see a crash, and I'm in agony, yeah. but you, you're not going to get a mi- mi- yes. migraine looking at that, no, and that's no, no, not no. your thing, not connected your stress either. is probably yeah. linked to, you know, you know maybe falling back into overeating, or maybe, you know, picking up a bottle, or family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what or I mean, like or families, kids. yeah, your kids, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. like that, there's, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean, there's your triggers are completely different yeah, to mine, so totally. you need to figure out, through. and this is the thing, in life, be it losing weight, getting rid of pain, and everything, everyone wants a magic pill. Oh unfortunately
1: this is ratification yeah. if
2: you want to get there it takes hard work determination mm-hmm. and a lot and a lot of energy mm-hmm. and and so for me it took a lot of reading it took a lot of knowledge but that's why i'm so proud to be working with these people flipping pain because we're now a public health campaign um that goes around teaching people in pain and healthcare professionals because you'll be surprised actually how many people how many surgeons like
3: mine don't know about the psychosocial elements of pain oh
1: sure well
2: Thing yeah. thing a lot yeah. of
3: surgeons they're very I and mean, that sounds really hard but they see people when they're on the operating table. Like I've spoken to surgeons. I've known yeah. doctors. Effectively, they take that emotion. out. They don't see a person. They I just, just see. Said, well, you can't. No. They're effectively you're cutting them up like a bit, of yeah. like literally. <laughs> yeah. This is what I've got to do, <clears throat> and and you can't. You can't. You're not. You're not allowed to link that with emotion because then obviously, as a surgeon, you can't link. So like doing surgery yeah. with emotion because you're not going to be able to do it well
2: that'll, that'll put you in fight or flight you know what the surgeon in <laughs> fight or flight running there jittery you <laughs> like gee, you'll end up like me really. then wouldn't you like, it's,
3: just, it's it's
1: not the one man well, so, so they have to specialise in that specific area so, well, like this for, is this it is, I'm, I'm not obviously not
3: what they do is amazing so I then, no, no, no I 100% and there do, is a need like, there do you do you is a need for surgeons it's
1: very general very yeah. general. So, how, and you
3: know. But I think yeah, when you have that surgery, good. I think you need. going there. I think you potentially then need to be a team in place when you have surgery, yeah. not just here's a surgeon, here's the ward, here's the pay management, go home. You yeah. need. You need that link between the pain management, that kind of psychological aspect. Well, that's what they call MDTs, multidisciplinary, um, yeah. it, you know, teams, basically.
1: That exactly. like, holistic. Yes, yeah. and
2: yeah, I see, yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. and that's yeah. why every time you now go yeah. to a pain clinic, yeah. they've got psychologists there now because yeah. Yeah. they because that's that's catastrophizing thing. It's, it's very modern. Well, that's what like. we're trying to get out yes. there. We're trying to, you know, I work, I, I was doing a lot of work with. Um, this is a very long name for a group, but it was the Manchester Neurorehabilitation Community Care and Patient Group.
1: I hope they're that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're,
2: they're oh, Jesus, but I don't think they did, you know. Um, but and that Isn't group that was a group that worked in Manchester and I worked with it. It was like a board of patients that worked together to try and uh, help and improve neurological rehabilitation services in Manchester. And one of the biggest things that they've done um, is, is basically get a psychologist in a lot of the pain teams because a lot of these people that are struggling in chronic pain, they've been told everything about their biological history. They've been told everything about their injury, but they've never been given any, you know, support for the psychological things that they've been through. Imagine, I mean, if we treated PTSD as just, you know... uh a fight or flight, you know. It's not even that. But it's just um, what was it? We used to call it shell shock and mm. stuff like that. These people are just worried. We didn't really look into it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think a lot of the time we're doing that with pain. We're looking at it as this biological thing and we're ignoring mm-hmm. the huge complexities that mm-hmm. play into it. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's one of, and that's what I've really wanted to dedicate my life to at the moment. I'm doing obviously a yeah. masters in health psychology. I want to become a pain psychologist at one point, <laughs> working with flipping pain. I work at a physio <laughs> clinic. where I've done a I've done some research looking into the links between personality and chronic pain, which was really cool. That's
1: because, really interesting. Because ha- it's, I'd it's, love a deep dive. I'd Love for you to yeah. listen, to assess our triggers to see, yeah. do you know what
2: I mean? But well, this, I think, one of cool. qualified. That's
3: what
2: we do. <laughs> yeah, well, I see. It, yeah. No,
1: but what does impact someone's like ability to deal with certain like pain threshold, like the old yes. school, like. You know, like for me, I work with lots of females and obviously some go through childbirth and they're like, Oh, yeah. I coughed and it was fine. And some are like, Oh, it was pain like yeah. whatever. It'd be so interesting. To look at to why analyse, some people had yeah. Death. I would love that. I think
0: I think you've just opened my eyes to something, like, as in regards to one of my triggers for all my headaches as well. Yeah. Um obviously I lost a lot of people recently like, over the yeah. last sort of four four years, I lost <coughs> a lot of family, 100%, like, yeah. A lot of family, like brother, dad. Nan. Yeah, I remember the the. Best and my family's not that big anyway, so I struggled, and actually, be open with you guys. This week, I've, mm. Mm. You, I've yeah. struggled massively, like mm. emotionally. I've been an absolute wreck. Yeah, man. this week I really. Sorry struggled. to hear that. Really am, yeah. mm. and um, I get, I find it hard when my wife goes away. Because yeah. I always think something's going to happen to her, like the worst's going to happen to her. Well, so which he, makes sense. Given so, yeah. so she's got to go somewhere. I don't know if she's got to do it, or she's on the road, she's travelling a lot, mm. something yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, always dustbin. think the worst <laughs> thing is going to happen and I end up getting myself so worked up. In, like, when she went, went to France and whatever, Yeah, I got myself into such a state, I had the worst migraine. I literally yeah. was so ill. I was... It, there was nothing wrong, she was fine, she, you know, everything was fine, but, but it's but just like, I, yeah. yeah, but now no, I don't it, realize what you've just said. I feel like I've had a, a therapy session. What you've actually, that said. That's that's what you've actually <laughs> said, what you've actually said, you make sense. Do you know what I mean? I doubt make a
1: lot of sense.
2: Well, the thing is, a lot of look, a lot of this is. It's it's not common sense because it would be past that in a way, but it is very logical rationalism. Mm, none of it is totally. none. Of, you don't need this is the it's thing that I like tell that people like out there hippie thinking. Is no, but it? well, it's is the thing like people see this. See, people see this as an alternative holistic therapy type thing, and I'm like, it isn't in, in some sense. Yes. But I'm not going to prescribe you a herbal supplement. I'm not going to say yes. you know. Yes. I'm fair, just going to tell you the basic understand. And this yeah, is why one of the messages. Yeah. The I, I believe it's the I believe the fifth key message. This is it understand your pain can be key. Because for me, that book, that understanding was the thing I needed to realize that... It was my thinking. It was my. Moment, it? it was yes. a eureka <laughs> moment. dude. Yeah. I, I literally look back at it like it was yesterday. It's so vivid in my mind because it, you know, eight years. It, this is what's crazy. <clears> I had three spinal <throat> operations. I had a nerve graft operation. I had all the <throat> neurology. I had three stints of walking rehabilitation. I had to, you know, all of the nurses, GP, psychology, <clears throat> all of the appointments, consultant appointments, all of that that happens within eight years of being as disabled as I was and, and <throat> in much pain as I was. And that book was the first time my pain felt validated. That was the first time I genuinely had knowledge.
3: And I went, this actually makes sense. It's a bit like a diagnosis and a confirmation, isn't it? You just go, ah, it's put a reason behind it, isn't it? Well, I I had a moment um, where
2: before I had this knowledge and this awareness that, that flipping pain give and explain pain give. I had a moment where I thought I was like the biggest empath in the world because I would see someone like in pain on TV and i'd get paid
1: yeah you'd have these and
2: i'd be conditions. like and i was like I oh my gosh pay, i am literally yeah. feeling your i am an <laughs> empath you, you, of the most i was like these dreads are doing something i'm picking up the signals of life i was literally amazed yeah. and it was and it was enough and, and that's that's what my thought process was until i read this book and learned something about mirror pain yeah. which is makes sense you see the trigger you you see that thing your body thinks oh that relates to your triggers relates to your threat what triggers yeah, your pain and yeah, it triggers yeah, the pain and yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like and, it, and it's just and it's that simple yeah, it's, it's simple. not but i'm picking up the psychic no, energy through hard. the tv and all that <laughs> stuff. it was just it was just oh that's a threat yeah i'm under threat yeah. body thinks i'm under threat cortisol boom pain yeah, done yeah. and it's crap. but then the beautiful thing about that if you're conditioned to experience pain and you're conditioned to have these mm. triggers you can decondition yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why the last message is recovery is possible. Mm-hmm. Because, counter to what people think, look, people, you know, I still get pain. I still get chronic pain. I still get flare ups. You know, I, I still go through it. But I am recovered because mm-hmm. I live a normal life. I go to the gym five days a week. Mm-hmm. I eat well. I socialize. I, I live. I'm happy. I have my life back. So, what do you deal with your pain now? What's your. So, I did, obviously, yeah, um, so a big part of it is sleep. Uh, just like anyone who goes to the gym as you guys know if sleep you're not oh, i love
1: sleep yeah
2: if you're not recovering properly there's no point in engaging in the exercise in the first place so it's like sleep is the part you know the state of mind that you need to recover totally. it's it's the creme de la creme of it, rest it and digest is, yeah. especially that REM and deep sleep mm-hmm. you get REM sleep and deep sleep you are gonna be lifting better tomorrow you're gonna yeah, be happier tomorrow totally. you're gonna have better mental health everything yeah, like that totally. so you know sleep is a huge part um i do a lot of yoga and a lot of meditation now um, normally in the morning, first thing I wake up, is I do yoga and stretching because that creates your
1: state for the day. It does, it and it's starts, it's a
2: really yeah. lovely way to yeah. start the day. Um, There's thing obviously nutrition is a huge part. If you're eating loads of crap food, that's inflammatory, and it's you know it's not then your body gonna
1: make you feel crap
2: too. Exactly, and it's gonna give you the brain fog. It's Whiskey's gonna put you down. Like
3: that.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, also, yeah. Biscuits. Moderation is Hey, Everything. <laughs> everyone it's needs a biscuit out. once in <laughs> <Yeah>. a while. <laughs> yeah. It's... Well It's bulking season. Though,
3: <laughs> yeah. It's it's true,
2: so. yeah, yeah, I'm loving bulking season. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise what bulking was. I didn't yeah, realise you yeah. just yeah. eat loads of beautiful food <laughs> <laughs> and go gym and it. worried about it in the summer. It's, I didn't realise yeah. that's what it
1: was. But it's eating good
2: food. Too, yeah.
1: Misconception, like you said. That's it's it. Physical and mental health, the whole thing. Yeah. It's it's just it's
2: just look if you're living a healthy lifestyle and you're giving your best, you know, giving yourself the best fighting chance at this life. Everything's gonna come, gonna yeah. be better. Your men, all yeah. your physical, yeah. your pain. Everything's gonna come, it's gonna become better now. That doesn't mean everyone's different as well. Mm-hmm. Some pe- some people out there are physically broken, and this mm-hmm. this is what mm-hmm. they need to know. There are people out there that have got a lot of pain because there is an injury that they need to see <laughs> the to. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But if they've had persi- fibromyalgia, is a great example of persistent pain. Ooh, yeah. Endometriosis, <laughs> a great example of persistent mm-hmm. pain. Mm-hmm. My pain, neuropathic, chronic pain, stuff like that. There is pains that. If you're watching some, if you're watching TV and you, it relates to your triggers and your your pain ignites, that is not a biological mechanism. Mm. That is your mind. That mm. is a. your your mind is the god of your whole body. It it's dictates everything. Yeah, to Your mind's you. so powerful. Well, there's this cool there's this cool thing in explain pain that talks about obviously every medication you've taken in your life, that medication actually isn't helping. It's how the medication works with your body and it the must. neurotrans. Well, that but that, <laughs> those those medications you take work with receptors in your body that you already have, and that means that like. A good one is uh, opioids. Um, We look at um, morphine, yeah? Morphine, do you know what an endorphin is? Mm -hmm. It's an androgynous morphine. It's a naturally occurring morphine. It's a painkiller that your body naturally produces. So if you have the best pharmacy in your head, Mm -hmm. why do you need to go to the pharmacy in the first place? Mm -hmm. You just need to unlock the mind states and engage in the practices that help in those. so you go to the gym and you run 40 minutes on a treadmill and you'll tell me your endorphins aren't running
3: That's it. your exactly. endorphins
2: will be running yeah, and be, you'll be unless right. you than. to
3: 40 minutes yeah. on a treadmill we made that is a be mate if i could do minutes. it you ain't got an excuse have you? let's be honest yeah i'll get to four minutes and i'm i'm done so but yeah.
2: that's the thing it's, it's it's just realizing that you know you have all of these utensils in you we have been Perfect. evolved we are Perfect. our ancestors Went through way worse things <sighs> than we will ever go through. Mm-hmm. We have been blessed with this time. Yeah, I Wi-Fi come down. <laughs> and i see but it's the thing and they did that because they developed through evolution the mechanisms in themselves totally, to get past totally. these situations they went through the most stressful the, the you know the, 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 you know, the, the really bad environment
1: like, even like you think very close to home like yeah. our g- generations that aren't so far away they no. had lots like lots more to deal with than what we do well i was just,
2: i was just talking i was just staying at my granddad's last night because i was you know down in essex and i was just like you know staying, and he was telling me stories and stuff like i was saying know, and i was saying like we really I, when i was speaking to him and he was telling me these stories I've really realised how good we got it. We have it. We <laughs> I really, do. really, really we deeped do. how good we have it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't obviously get rid of issues and the mental health crisis and stuff mm-hmm. we're going through. It just makes... I think people need to show more gratitude to the life we've and been And build given.
1: resilience. And that looks different for each person, yeah. doesn't it? I agree. Well, it's like... Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> the resilience I gained
2: from from my journey through pain yes. and disability. And
1: look how... We, like, look at you now. Yeah. Like,
2: I'm glowing. I'm loving yeah, it. Exactly. I'm never. I would go through it again. Yeah. And again, if someone, if I got started back of life and someone showed me this journey so far, and it showed me who I am today and what I'm doing today, I would go through it every. I would go through every bit of pain totally and every bit, bit of suffering. Totally. I wouldn't change a single bit of it we because can, I'm so proud of who I've become.
1: And a lot of people go. A lot of us here have all come mm. from dark times. Hundred yeah. percent. We are much more empowered now mm. from going through that and coming out 100%. the other side. One hundred percent.
2: If I can ask you guys a question: think, Is there anything in your life? That you went, do you know what I wish I didn't go through that? Or I wish, you know, obviously 2006, Champions League
3: final went oh. Barcelona. Or not want to
0: go through knew that
2: you was, That's some PTSD. Man knew that that's like how I explained my crash. He knew the date, the time. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. mental. I've
3: never about a red car. It's <laughs> just saying.
2: But is there anything that you look back on, you're like, there was like a devastating trauma that you're like, do you know what? I'm glad I went through that. I imagine you've been through some things that you're like, do you know what? I'm, glad, I'm glad I went through or
0: that. Not glad. Yeah, I mean glad. Like I'm saying, I much more I'm glad well i think i'm glad that i went through the whole thing because i would not be the person i am today yeah if i hadn't gone through all those experiences <laughs>
1: that's it
2: my life it.
0: that i've had like you know mm. from yeah, from family passing away to me being mm.
2: like, yeah. alky
0: and everything else drinking all the time food addiction i'm glad i've done that because yeah and obviously my son saying to me you know are you gonna die and all that that's
2: exactly what came to my mind because i mm-hmm. imagine that moment at that time you were like i wish that I, you were probably thinking oh that was the worst thing I could have heard mm-hmm. right now yeah. the last thing I want for mm-hmm. my son is to think that his pa's not going to be here or yeah, whatnot yeah. but if it wasn't for that sentence if it wasn't for yeah, that yeah. day you would like that, look so. at your man. Yeah, sm- yeah. you
0: know what I mean you I might come to be fair I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would would be here today and that's me not just being yeah. dramatic no. about things oh. but I was getting <laughs> pins and needles in my hands my arm my left arm was but then, dead, no the struggle been there done that
3: is pomped it pomped that We've all
1: made it to the other side because I think that it's interesting you're asking us because we've all been through stuff. It's kind of like a make it or break it, but we have the make it attitude. We, yeah. If we were three different people who've kind of let life defeat us, you'd have three different answers. Maybe, you know... Putting blame on things, you yeah. know, very for Well, if I didn't to do that, then blah blah blah. Or if my dad didn't smoke, then she wouldn't. It's taking Del- responsibility. It is. isn't it? We're very different. We're very similar in the way that we overcome things. So it'd be really interesting if you'd ask that to other
2: people. Yeah. I think. I
3: think yeah, because yeah. you get you get a lot. You I've seen online, mm-hmm. especially recently. Obviously with the past of the Matthew Perry and stuff like that, and his struggles and what he went through. Mm-hmm. Like I shared on the campaign, like his like. It says his last words. They're not his actual last words, but they, his yeah, last recorded. interview. Yeah. Last words. And he said, like, he just felt like it was unfair. Like, him and five of his closest friends, they all went through the same experiences, but he just got this disease and he felt... But you get a lot of people that have commented it's so negative, like, well, he's just the responsibility. He's got... A, mm. And I think... I think to an extent, like that is the crux of it. Like yeah. we've all gone, like obviously for yourself, you like your, your, yours is shit. someone else, you, someone else hit you with a car. It worked not yeah. You, yes. But do you know what? Do like, you, say you take your responsibility yeah. for everything that you've done you could have like you said you could have just sat there and go oh this is the cars that have been down made there. that yeah.
1: choice and not let that define you yeah. and you, the resilience you've built yeah. and now look yeah it's well that's that's the
3: thing and
2: this is the thing like there are people out there right now that i don't want them to think that because you're going through a hard time you just need to take responsibility no, for you your life and, man like, up. <clears> you need, <throat> you, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to give you the ability to take responsibility yeah. of your own life they're going to take the weight off a bit so it doesn't have to be no, family that's... or friends
3: no it doesn't it can be professionals as yeah. well like, because I think 100%. that's, a, that's a, a message that a lot of people kind of misinterpret when yeah. you say surround yourself with the right people, because unfortunately there are people that are struggling alone. They yes. are sitting in their sitting in their house yes. all alone, yeah. not knowing where to turn to. And it's not me saying you've got to have a decent family. You've got to have the. Like, we've all been quite lucky. We've got a great support network of family yeah. and friends. But that doesn't mean that you can't. Like there are so many like places you can go and sit down. Like. There's a there's a guy that I, I know through the campaign, Luke Ambler, and he's got the Andy, Andy's Man Club. Yeah, and they have groups all the way around the country, and it's literally like a it's like it's like an AA meeting, but for mental yeah, health. Totally. Yeah, and you can just go to a local village hall and you can sit with like minded people no, that yeah, are also me. struggling to go. for a shit day! I've had a shit <laughs> week. Even
1: offloading, yeah, just physically yeah. takes yeah. that weight off. And obviously it doesn't. <laughs> no, physically, but, no, but,
3: but it, it, it does. does. Yes, <laughs> but support network doesn't just
2: have to be. You're having a friend. Hey, support <laughs> network can be a person on Instagram and send you t-shirts when you're going for a walk in rehab. person, person, yeah. a support network that's can be you true. following and an individual who's here. done the transformation yeah. and can yeah. show you that it's possible. Like, I, I'm so proud I met you. Like you have, you have changed my life genuinely. Because like the reason I go gym and stuff like that mm. wasn't because I wanted to go gym. I just knew that I needed to make a change. Mm. I needed to dramatically mm. change my life. My lifestyle was causing my situation, mm-hmm. so it I needed to change helping, my lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. And it's like you know, seeing mm. you get up and seeing your transformation, like. Just because I wasn't overweight doesn't mean I didn't need a transformation. No. My transformation was psychological. Totally. It was, I need to change totally. my mind state. I need to stop being a mm. victim and go, do you know what? I need to start taking ownership of this situation. Yeah. And you said earlier, um, you know, another guy hit you. Now, I have no idea mm. what happened that day. My mm. mind wiped all the memory. Mm. But you know what I tell myself? I tell myself, regardless of he- if he hit me or if I hit him or anything, I tell myself that I hit him. Yeah. Because I would rather take ownership of that situation mm-hmm. and be the guy that goes, you know what? I don't even know what happened, but I'd rather I'd rather accept and live by the message that I made the mistake because at least I can own up to it then, exactly. and I can move past it and then. Can, this yes. idea of me blaming this other person—why no, exactly. on earth would I sit in that lifestyle?
3: Know if yeah, really, if you say, "Oh, someone hit me," so I'm not really responsible for everything. There. But it's like no, take, I take—I like yeah. taking responsibility because you know, that's, that's how, allowed me that's how to change.
1: Different. This—this what well, we are trying to basically. Promote is less of the entitlement people, <laughs> which I think it, we just see. Go on, girl. It's all well, yeah. <laughs> just so, I just mean, yeah, <laughs> you, you see it on social media, and it's just people very entitled. They think that the, the government, uh, you know, owes them money. That the NHS should make you know their lifestyle changes and whatever, I'm whatever it is. Less of the entitlement. You take ownership, and then because you're doing that, you go through the hard process and through your hard work and all of that. You then become much more resilient and actually more respectful, more yes. empathetic to yeah. others, yeah. less judgmental. It actually makes you a better human being, dare I say it.
2: I, I saw something on, <laughs> uh, on Instagram, it was like a meme saying that um, uh, the skinny guy walks into the gym and he says that he's going to be the biggest guy in the gym in a few years and everyone laughs except the biggest guy in the gym
1: yes and that is and that's it because the biggest guy in the gym
2: was the skinny guy at one point and it was that thinking that got him to be the biggest guy in the gym so So it's like do i mean like this is the thing people laugh at the journey but they never laugh at the destination
1: So every coach has a coach because everyone needs to take that emotional bias off. So my coach, when I started to become somewhat successful, whatever you want to put that as, um, I started to get a little bit of hate because obviously it comes from an envious place, an insecure place. And my coach said, you will never get any, you know, any dismissive comments or anything from people who are above you because they know what hard work goes into get there it's only ever gonna be i'm not saying black people from below you but people who have not even achieved or don't yeah. even understand <laughs> what goes involved and it's like if you, and it's true like you know look at the bodybuilders in our, in mm. our look at our gym for example the environment Yes, obviously you'll get those that are just throwing their weights around thinking they're the whatever. Yeah, but the people <laughs> me who later. Are really, The people who have really achieved what they have will do nothing but support you, come and spot you, because they know what works. And it's the, yeah. it's the same in any industry, isn't it? It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and they've, yeah. all,
3: they've always said, like, the best boss <laughs> that you'll ever have is the ones that's scared about you taking their job. Because yeah. then they'll always want. They will always want to be better as well. Yes. But they'll all. But they'll be the ones that will promote you and push you mm. to take their job so they can move forward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, if, my, you, if, it, yeah if my clients surpass me, I've done a brilliant job. That's you That's
0: it. You, that's it. Yeah. That is literally yeah. you've done the Yoda. You've yeah. gone Yol. You know it. what I mean? Like that like, is it. Yeah. I mean, I had that for all my transformation when I first started it. Um, People laughing at me. I bet they were even like ridiculous. You know, looking at me, going, "Oh, yeah, you've mm-hmm. done me times." Yeah, but you, you were this. you
3: were at the gym though. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. I um, mean, you're you're it. already doing yeah, more distance on a treadmill yeah. than someone that's sitting out and doing something. Sort of yeah. yeah. But they're like, you know, oh, how many times you've done this before? You know, even friends like, yeah. I don't really. Uh, you say you're dis- you know, a lot of friends I don't see anymore because they aren't yeah. really friends. They just want you to piss up and no, so I, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I you know those all too well. Certainly, I know that. Yeah, they're laughing at me, oh, we ain't gonna do this thing, you do that, and then you know, now they ask me questions, how you know first of all they doubt you and then oh, they yeah. actually yeah. see, see the <laughs> way you turn around and go is because of you yeah, you doubt it me. Yeah, that's, that's, what me. that's it that hate is a good motivator, yeah. they not oh. it uh, trust me every time someone laughed at me every time <laughs> someone took the piss every time that was just more fuel for yeah. my fire. the, the, the yeah. best the best way is to
3: to like shut up your doubters to prove them wrong
2: yeah well, I, like when I was at school when I, I remember this is a vivid memory I have um obviously I left school at 16 wanted to, to be a mechanic from the age of 14 I loved doing mechanics always worked at this garage loved it I loved the idea taking something to pieces putting it back together turning a key and it's and it starting works. that feeling yeah. that that was <laughs> so crazy. when you got a few bits still laying you don't need that brake but do you I remember when I when I left school it was my last it was the last day of school GC obviously last day and it's obviously people crying or emotional but I wasn't I was a bit of an outcast at school to be honest with you I never really fit in had like I had friends like groups and stuff, but I wasn't like a permanent men- member to any. I was kind of like a floating. I, you know, I've yeah, I roamed around like, a lot. I wasn't kind of like was yeah. A nomad. It was well, that was it, Yeah, kids. it was. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. It was weird. But I remember like the last day, I was speaking to a few people, and everyone was saying, you know, what are you doing next and stuff. And I said, I'm going to become a mechanic. And I remember this vividly. The guy said to me, he went, "Do you not want to do more in life? Do you not want to become more?" And I was thinking, "Who are you?" I was like, "I, to I, I love in. this. This is what yeah. I love this so much." And and to be honest with you, at school I felt a bit, I felt stupid. I wasn't smart, and that's probably because I never tried. Because I knew I was going to go into mechanics. I didn't need those okay. GCSEs and maths and English. I, mean, I knew I was going, going to really need that. Well, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Is this is what? it. Very strange. But then obviously I had my crash and I lost to use of my arm. And at this time in my life, you know, everything I did was with my arms. When I was younger, I used to be a magician, and then I did mechanics. Didn't get much gal in my life at this point. Uh, it was like it was <laughs> one of those. You know what I mean, <laughs> wanna pick a card? It wasn't. You know, I mean,
3: like, it's the what, child, No, either. it's not.
2: It wasn't. You know what I mean? I wasn't getting the Queen of Hearts. I mean, <laughs> (laughs) I Um, I was getting the
3: jacket spot
2: yeah yeah literally Um, and it was it was on those things but then obviously when I lost the arm I went you know had a few years figuring it out obviously stuff like you know before deciding that I wanted to go back into education and it was actually just by chance I was walking past um, college one day in my local area it was Burton College Burton South Derbyshire College and I I went in I wanted to do music because, you know, you guys know that I did music mm-hmm. for a bit. I really loved it. And I really enjoyed doing rapping. I wanted to kind of learn more production and stuff like that. But obviously, they cut a lot of music and stuff at college. So all they had was a social science pathway. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sisters and my family said, Yo, you, 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 you know, you're good at speaking. You're, you know, I'm quite an emotional man. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they went, you'll be good at psychology yeah, good yeah, as a yeah. counsellor. And I was like, okay, I'll do a social science pathway. And I smashed it. I thought I was an idiot. I genuinely thought like, I was not... <laughs> Inclined in any way towards academia. I yeah. never thought, you know, I never picked up a book. I didn't even yeah. read of my time at school. I watched a film and read all my yeah. on the film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like I had no interest in it, and I realised it wasn't that I didn't like education. I didn't like the education. That the education system picked for me, totally. when I we picked it myself. Last week we did that. Yeah. last yeah. Week. Yep, yep, but it's yeah. it when I picked it myself. It was my yeah. decision. It was my <laughs> sovereign. Dis- yeah, and, and well. I was like, and I went into it and I did really well. I did one of the best in the college. Um, got into university, obviously. And you guys know what happened next. and mm. up dropping out because of spinal ops and all that missed that But I graduated. You talk about that, then?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I graduated my undergrad. I got an eighty-five in my dissertation, what which what? is so great. Re- 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 yeah, for you know high first class as well. And I graduated with a first. And now. doing my uh, master's in health psychology I got an award by the university called a community contribution prize where because I was just involved with so many things at university I was doing societies I was engaged in pain research so my sister
1: could be when it's your passion
2: well that's it and I realised it was like this person that said to me at school do you not want to be anything better I don't know what they're doing now I yes, have no it's idea what the they're do. exactly. they guaranteed, doing. Exactly, guaranteed. anything yeah. compared to what I know well, I'm going to
3: do. Yeah. You know what I mean, And they're probably done. doing the same thing. What is the thing? Way, and the thing is, when if you spend time with people issue. you're not going to do, that's it's, their it's their like issue. you said, it comes mm. from that jealousy. It comes mm. from that
1: insecurity. Yeah. like but, they probably don't believe yeah. whatever. it's mad.
2: The one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life was someone called Stu Johnson, who was my old boss, because he could hear a car coming in and tell you what the issue. He could hear it coming down the road, but like that's got a wheel bearing on the near side. Yeah. Retire. I'm like, really, he's really, master, well.
1: he's He has yeah. but he was. Brought, he was like his yeah. dad, rakes
2: right, from knee high as a grasshopper. He was raped literally yeah. like. But he was. Cra- he was one of the smartest people I know it to this day, yeah. Yeah. and he's a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this yes. idea, there's this misconception because of what intellect is.
1: Exactly.
3: Yeah, there's a real yeah. big misconception. So is, it's like, my always says: if you do a job that you love, you'll never work a bad in life. Hundred yeah. percent, and it's it's bang on. Like, I get I get told like. Obviously I wanna do this and I wanna do public me, and I wanna yeah. I wanna motivate You wanna make
1: people.
3: a difference. Yes, yeah, yeah 100%. And, But unfortunately to start doing that you need some sort of job. Yes to sustain it. Just yeah, to just yeah, sustain yeah. it. And I've I've had jobs and the like the management go, Do you feel passionate mm-hmm. about it? So, no, no, I'm, no here. I'm here. I'm gonna To yeah. make money mm. to pay for Pay for the bills from up family. Yeah, yeah. I'm not here for the. When well, we're all You're... sitting
1: here on a Sunday, not not one of us getting paid, we absolutely can tell we're loving it. Yes, 100.
2: You know I mean? It's yeah. it's a, it's our decision. We know that we're doing it for our. Can I you know interrupt I mean? you? Yeah. I can't
1: not say this. You're lovely about working with your hands and taking it apart about being a mechanic and putting it all together what an amazing analogy for what you have done with your life did oh, you not see that? Do you know
2: what? yeah no you're completely because right
1: because you've done like the biological what, I stuff do. Yeah. I, I, I do get quite wow I do get That's quite <laughs> I do get quite things. I love that. Pilotically, you were hit and hit again and hit yeah. again. And so you've literally pulled yourself apart. Yeah, not all the parts your... that yes. well, <laughs> And left some of the brake pads and bolts out. You can take the
2: guy from the mechanic. You can't take the mechanic out of the guy. You know? <laughs> but near
1: enough, that love for putting it all back together is exactly what you've done.
2: No, it, it is. And, and so... the thing is, I would. I am never going to regret doing mechanics. I, my mates, to this day... Every other week, I get a text from one of my mates saying, mate, there's, there's a noise in my... And I will still be able to can't diagnose it. With car, I, st- I yeah. can still I can still diagnose it. Obviously, I can't, you know what I mean? I, I'll struggle with some bits, because a lot of mechanics is two-armed jobs, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but just, I, I know exactly what the issues and are. Bit. And it's, it's a learned skill. I can press yeah. a horn on this
3: bat. <laughs> yeah, you don't
2: want me driving, mate. But it's like, um, you know, that, that life knowledge and that experience, I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. And this thing is, if I ever make it and I ever have enough money to, you know, to sort myself out... The first thing I'm doing is getting myself a lovely yard and I'm getting it a nice garage out in the back with a nice ramp and I'm just going to buy old classic cars that are completely nice. done. I'm just going to, in my spare time, that's take be patience. Lovely. I'll just yeah. go in
3: there. Just douse himself in engine oil. Yeah. and just live the dream. Well, that's it, mate. Because it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, I love it. There's yes. something about it. It's yes. just a really lovely... Do, do, you, know do you know what I mean? My, so, in the summer, we went to Canada and I went, went to my brother-in-law's wedding and my, my sister-in-law's family... Well, all the guys, literally, wherever they live, they've got a garage. Yeah. And they just have, like, well, there's a beer fridge in the corner. It's a bit of therapy. Well, literally, he goes out there just to escape, I think, yeah. most of the time. He hardly ever does any work. Yeah, <laughs> he just turns the radio just on, turns the, the noise on of a mechanic, <laughs> smashing others and just, he just lays the hammer to drag it aside for a little while. But I think I think it's for some people, like, even that little bit of therapy is That just...
1: links that... back to what you were saying, though, about everyone being different and finding your way of mindfulness. Yeah. Like, for me dancing makes me feel free yes like, it makes me feel free and I lose myself so for people it might be like mechanics that you yeah. you find something that you love
3: dancing and that's don't where, <laughs> where... <laughs> <laughs> that is my, my imagine me dancing no coordination love. in my
0: legs <laughs> yeah. It's his dad dancing dad jokes that's
1: him. his dad <laughs> jokes that's his passion yeah no that's my first love so that's where I switch off and you like you're saying just you just you, that is my mindfulness it's yeah. not a colouring book that's not my thing
2: no it's not you know? well, that's the thing like for me like music, yes. is That for, like yes. when I didn't. When I felt like I exhausted all of my interventions. When I've done with surgery. When I've done. What did I turn to? I turned to music. Music, because music. for me, I needed a way to get it out. Totally. I needed a way to process. Yeah. There's no better way of processing your trauma, processing your trauma than putting it into a rhythmic style, yes. analysing it, and putting it on a beat. You
3: exactly. And the same as dancing, yeah. your feeling, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, its its animalistic. Yeah. It's yeah. nate. Do you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? To be I fair, I right, <laughs> I did. Like I play the guitar. Like, yeah. I saw, I don't play it well. But, like, <laughs> I, I play it. But you love yeah, it. Yeah, and like people go, "What can you play? Then play me a song." It's like, no, I'm not going to play it for other people. Like literally, when the house is empty. I can sit there and I'm playing in front of 100,000 people, when it's yes. like, I'm rocking out. But as soon as someone walks through the door, no, that's. No, no, yeah. Well, do, you, do you know what phenomenological flow is? So the with the
2: that studies. So a funny, yeah. there's, there's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it sounds like a medical exam, yeah. doesn't it? Um, but for, so phenomenology is a it's a school of philosophy it's a, it's a it's a like an approach to philosophy and it's the approach where it's phenomenology is the lived experience so in science in you know it's physics they have the objective and the subjective experience and physics is looking at the objective reality what goes on behind the scenes um, and then you have psychology which is looking at the subjective experience what goes on in here and phenomenology looks at Um, that there's no difference between the objective and the subjective. It believes that doesn't exist. It believes that your life, what you go through is just what you perceive in your mind and your eyes. Mm -hmm. So this experience, Mm -hmm. what we're going through right now, what you're perceiving is phenomenology. But there's this moment, um, be it at the gym, be it when you're playing music, be it when you're dancing, where you feel like Nothing can go wrong. You feel yeah. like you're so in the flow; that yeah, time like doesn't the exist. Yes. You yeah, are yeah. so in yes. it, and that's called. Phenom- and you know, there's a direct correlation between jobs and people that work jobs in which enrich them and bring them into that phenomenological flow state, and mm. mental health, happiness, mm. and you know, and competence in daily life. Because if you are constantly getting in a flow state where you feel like nothing can go wrong. yes it is it is beautiful and i get that when i freestyle so when i do when i do rapping when i do music when i get into like when i'm with my mates we're doing a cypher or something and i just get into this freestyle i feel like nothing can go wrong i just start rhyming and i'm gone and no one else is there Mm -hmm. nothing reality Mm -hmm. everything is i feel like
0: i say drop some lyrics
2: yeah and it's (laughs) just it feels so Real and so innate and so totally, right. Totally, totally. And my dad always tells <laughs> me when he was doing. He, my dad won the uh, British uh, Karate Championship in, two, in the year 2000. A lot of my family, okay. my my cousins, my uncles. Like oh, I'm that? not the best <laughs> of They
3: just got <laughs> to sweep the leg and I'm
2: gone. Do you know what I mean like? But yeah, I did a bit of cry when I was younger and stuff. Yeah, it's it's very in the family. Yeah, do yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's um. But I, you know, my dad said that he his phenomenological flow state was that when he was, you know, when he was doing the judo, doing the karate, yeah. and he was in that mind. Yeah. And you know, some people it's when they're. You you know, under a bench and they're pushing up. That's Some good. people are yeah. they're on the treadmill. Yeah. Some people are this it's rapid. Yeah. But I can guarantee you not one person who has chronic pain when they're in that phenomenological mm. flow state in their given's craft has ever been in pain mm-hmm. because you can't be because if time doesn't exist... If no one else is there, yeah, then your pain totally, definitely ain't. Totally. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. And this is the thing that I like telling people. Find your thing. If you haven't found that thing that puts you in phenomenological flow, please go out and yeah. try it. Try find try a few, something. A few new
1: things. Try Like yeah. last week we had Neuro. No, she had punting. I reckon that's her thing.
2: Yeah, that's the
1: thing. She, did, she was punting for you know for a few. But it, it yeah. could be anything, can't it? Well,
2: that's it? the thing. Everyone has their weird and wonderful you know traits totally. and characteristics. I mean, and I think
1: baking, Some yes, people love that. Don't well,
2: I, I find it very therapeutic to mm. cook. I again mm. making yeah. something. Yeah, well, that's you it. Like yeah, I just make love. Make well, that, I think you've got it. I think you've hit yeah. me out there I like making things. Yeah. I like bringing Pretty them to, to life. Back and back yeah, like yeah, whether it's music, whether it's yeah. That's 30, it, yeah. 30, 30, 30 cars, I like whatever, the idea yeah. of yeah, like, having yeah. yeah, and just seeing yeah. the outcome and watching it succeed. That yeah. for me is the you know, be it a song <laughs> and doing well with the views yeah. or doing you know yeah. that turn of the key and yeah. watching it ignite. That yeah. for me is the you know, the yeah. real the real epitome mm. of what life's about. But everyone's different, and I think yeah. that's the one thing that I really really need to preach in regards to pain, in regards to mental health. Your life is your life. There is not going to be a magic pill. It doesn't matter what industry you work in that is going to solve your issues. No, it doesn't matter what it is. There's no. nothing out there that that's going to solve your And we're all going to have issues. Yeah. yeah that's the and thing. it doesn't matter if you've been hit by a car. You can... It doesn't... Yeah there is trauma in everyone's life and it's subjective. Yeah. My life, my trauma is no more than any of your traumas. They mean it's no more valuable because it's my life and my subjective experience. That's
1: very humble. No, it's like, true you though. you no. yes, an But I know what you mean. But you're, but you're thinking yeah.
2: objectively. You're thinking, oh, oh, I I I'm going to, but it's, you can't do that because it's like, how is, you, you're still thinking objectively but through mm, your know, subjective know, eyes. I so it, do you know what but I mean?
1: Because like, right, well, p- people do compare and uh, that's not.
2: Well, it's not, like, look, right. I'd rather lose an arm than a brother do you understand
1: every day of the week
2: (laughs) I would marvel any day of the week so so this is the thing you can't there's no comparison in trauma there's no comparison in this stuff Mm. it's hard everyone's going through their battles Get yourself in with a good crowd. Get yourself in mm-hmm. with a good psychologist. Mm-hmm. Get yourself in with your your friends, your family. Talk. Be honest. Be open. Be genuine. Be authentic. Don't shy away from yourself. Mm-hmm. Re- embrace your thing. that yeah. thing that gets you going. Be different. Get, that burns that fire inside of you and just in, and bring it on. Like you know, I, I can. I, I've, been, I've received so much hate in my life, and every time I do, I'm like, keep it coming. Yeah. If I'm hating, yeah. if you're hating, I'm succeeding. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Keep yeah. it coming. I want. I want to hear more of this hate. I want to hear more of this stuff because that's my motivator. That's that, the thing that keeps me going.
1: Really happening what's really happening is that they either don't understand you or they're so inspired you know there is there'll be there's more than likely you've got so many supporters there will just be this small percentage that don't understand can't deal with it they can't relate <laughs> whatever their issue is comes from an insecurity or envy mm. there's always going to be that so the, the sooner you come to terms with that you you've kind of freeing yeah. what
2: think. anytime well, I've, I've ever been like aggy or hateful towards someone it's when, when i've been in a bad place yeah. If oh, I'm like, if I, if I, if I <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, anytime anyone gets got rage and stuff like that, it's never when they're on their best day. All right. I, one, of, one of my favorite things to tell people, like, to, to give them a real understanding of the, the subject, how pain is in your head. And how it's, you know, just because it's in your head doesn't mean it's not real, by the way. Everything's no, in your head. This whole reality, like emotions, everything is in your head. Emotions, yeah, yeah. pain,
1: it's all validated. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah.
2: colour is, you cr- your mind creates colour, your mind creates taste. It doesn't mean it's not real. It's your reality. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. best way to explain it is, stopping your toe is horrible. But if you've had a bad day, you fucking, your dog shit on the floor. <laughs> that that <laughs> stubbing of the toe is so much where you're like,
1: Yeah I can't <laughs>
2: believe it. Yeah. You're literally, you're yeah. throwing dishes. Yeah. You're li- <laughs> But you've yeah. had the best day in the world. You've just freaking, you know, your views are up. You know, yeah. your life's going well. Yeah. You know, kids are happy. Family's happy. You stub your toe, you're like,
1: ah. You just yeah. get on with it. It's relative. That's it. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah.
2: you are creating the experience. You are really, do you know what I mean? So it's like. So you've, re-
1: you've actually created more pain for yourself.
2: Like, yeah. You know, in, in essence, which is. There's a Buddhist saying. It different. says, "If you get shot by an arrow, don't shoot yourself again." Which is, if you get shot by an arrow, cat- catastrophizing it is shooting yourself again. It's getting yourself stabbed again because you're just going, "Oh no, what am I going to do?" Stuff like that. And you know, we are allowed to complain or allowed to moan, but, but it we can't such fixate. Lot of
1: strength. Yeah. That's what you're. Uh, well, that's kind in in essence what you're kind of trying to do. Share ways to help build that resilience in a, yeah, in a
2: way that, that mind-body connection i think it's yes. and this is the thing uh, did you ever hear a story about um the free tibet monks that set themselves on fire in protest no. there were these monks during the, um, you know during the occupation <clears throat> uh, well i think tibet still occupied to be honest with you but you know china occupied tibet and the, you know they wanted to free tibet and these monks um sat in the middle of tibet in the street covered themselves in petrol and lit themselves on fire now, there's there's stories and reports that these monks did not scream. They didn't make a sound. Mm-hmm. Imagine every day of your life, you've sat there in zazen meditation and you've contemplated the mind-body connection. You've contemplated existence. You have such a strong mind-body connection that you can sit in front of people, set yourself on fire and not feel mm. pain mm. or at least not express it. Mm. That is mental yeah, resilience. That is. that is being able to go to you know and they did it for their cause. They did it because they need, yeah. they didn't <laughs> want the suffering of their yeah. people anymore and They're stuff like that. that. In every
1: single so, signal, physical signal possible.
2: And they managed to get so, such a, such a, they managed to understand their mind body connection so much mm. that they could sit there on fire and not scream. And if they can sit there on fire and not scream, I can lose it's like an Walking on grass, can... walking on
1: nails, it's all about that. Walking bad, on coal, yeah,
2: all of that. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, it's this conditioning, this level it's of, you know what out. I mean? And it's, and you know what I mean? I'm not going to tell people out there to go walking on coals. No, no. I, I can Don't barely walk. I ain't going to be walking <laughs> on coals. I'd fall in. It would take you a lot longer to get there. <laughs> yeah, it <close>. would, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my stick would be on fire. <laughs> I'd be like, oh no, i <laughs> suffering in here, man. Like, yeah, It
3: wouldn't be a time of value. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I would get views. I would get views, but yeah, it would be one of those things. But, you know, telling people, you know, if you're, know, your journey, your trauma is your coal, it's your fire. And it's kind of just learning what, for you, helps you not scream. No. So oh, if you- do,
1: do you mind, because obviously he has got this literally, 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 literally. Leaf, oh, you said there were six rules. Six obviously, key messages, yeah. And like rules. So <laughs> I a rule. Yeah. Um, and obviously what you're trying to share is that, it's person-dependent, but like and like you said, but everyone's these experience yeah. is different and how they apply it might be different. Yeah. But let's hear them. So please.
2: basically, there's a lot of misconceptions about chronic pain. Obviously, uh, one of the biggest ones is the, you know, it's it, old people get pain. Um, as you get older, you get more pain. Um, and that's not necessarily true. If you live an unhealthy lifestyle, you don't exercise, you will get chronic pain. Mm. I went to my granddad, who's 88, staying with him last night. He does exercise every single day. He's he, Honestly, he, he, was, he was helping... He carried my bag upstairs... Because oh, he was like, dude Dan, I'm like you're 88. Oh, Fit is a fiddle, incredible." So, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. first key message is: persistent pain is common and can affect anyone.
1: My brother was the same. Well, so this is the thing. I really get it. It's the lifestyle, and I'm, isn't it? And
2: obviously, I'm 26. I'm a male. Mm. Um, I'm young, and I'm a male. Women are more likely to have chronic pain, and older people are more likely to have chronic pain. But the idea we want to get into people is that mm. it's common. It affects everyone. Because if mm. you think it's not mm. common, and you feel alone, and you feel like me, where you think, "Oh my God, this is just happening to me. I'm debilitated. I'm not understood. I'm not validated." Then it's gonna, it's gonna be a lot harder to get through. So, Mm -hmm. the first message is, yeah, persistent pain is common and can affect anyone.
1: I can't remember where. I don't know whether we discussed it last week or I I don't know if I've just. Just losing your mind. Maybe, maybe. but studies have shown. I think we did discuss this. I don't know. I've discussed it with someone. Yourself. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yourself, just now. When when, when people (laughs) retire, because we almost. Uh, this yeah, stress, wasn't been, was it not? No. <laughs> I had this conversation. So when obviously we kind of have that adrenaline and stress on the daily life, and that keeps us kind of stop. healthy. Yeah, then, yeah. If you re- when you retire, everything starts to depreciate or whatever. But does it? But we're just not mentally. We're not fighting that. We're not fighting that every day. You see what I'm trying? To no, do I do know exactly. You? But you know it's
2: like, like so. So there's, there was a direct link, direct link between. I think it was in a nunnery. There was nuns that were uh, that were doing um, Sudoku every day, and there were nuns that wasn't. And the ones that was were getting Alzheimer's and dementia Absolutely. and the ones there that we were go. were fine and and, and the, the ones that were doing Sudoku didn't and it was because they, they were keeping up the Keep cognition the morning, and yeah. the That's, neurological pathways yes. in their brain now if you are a mechanic every single day of your life and then you turn the age of 68 and you retire and you get your state pension those neurological pathways that you've kept up for the last 50 years mm. they're just going to crumble and yeah. fail because you're not yeah. you're not you're using not them, you're not using them you. anymore you're not using that part of your brain yeah. anymore so no. if you don't use, you it, don't use it you, you lose it and, exactly and
1: that's why part like unfortunately like when social example, my nan died. My granddad just went downhill ex- rapidly, and yeah. that is that is also why because they kind of kept myself going. Yeah. He looked after her. That gave him a purpose. So she's gone. So again, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's why they
2: found like certain mushrooms, um, like you know, not psychedelic ones necessarily. They help as well. But um, you know, like lion's mane mushroom. You see all this hype of them. We're in a mushroom era at the moment. Yeah, we, too. Yeah, we but, are. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, but you know, the, all I'm those right, mushrooms. The right. reason they help <laughs> with the stop they, they reduce chances of Alzheimer's dementia and memory loss is because they re-amplify and help re- basically reignite <laughs> those neurological pathways. Mm. And actually, Alzheimer's and dementia is directly linked to something called the myelin sheath on the neuron. So if you um, see the wire on any wire has the insulation, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that is what the myelin sheath is. It's insulation, but it also helps with the efficiency of that mm. neuron. So these, these mushrooms basically stop the deterioration of that myelin wow. sheath so they in essence stop the influence of mm. dementia mm. and alzheimer's kicking in so and obviously the earlier you start eating these things the, be- yeah. the better it helps yeah.
1: again go back to nutrition yes yeah, totally and eating
2: that's certain that's foods good. if you eat a lot of mushrooms in your diet especially like you know uh chinese mushrooms you get like the oyster mushrooms, stuff like that you get um i think it's uh, shiitake all those things you have them in your diet a lot you're, you're way less likely to have um, memory deterioration and stuff like that and there's obviously supplements ginkgo biloba yeah. helps with memory there's yeah. loads of stuff out there that you can take but um yeah, I think it's really important to just, if you, especially when you do retire, you just need to keep, keep on this. Keep Learning language it. is a very popular one. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, when you yeah. retire, if you've always wanted to learn yeah. language, that's the yeah. time. Yeah. Sit down because that will keep your mind going. That will yeah. keep you preoccupied that are enhancing. I'm struggling with English. But, um, <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: English. <laughs> to be to be fair, <laughs> so my no.
0: father, see, we went through. Oh, sorry, on, no, I was going to say
3: my father-in-law's taking up making
0: beer, so I'm well yes, up. Yes, fine <laughs> Yeah, that, that will do. It. That was yeah, so yeah.
2: This was the one you went over. There was a car alarm the one you went over there. Yeah, that's you. the car alarm. But the next um message is her does not mean harm. And I think that's really relevant to the idea that just because you, you are um hurting doesn't mean there's actual harm. So so I obviously had the spinal cord injury, right? And they put me through for these three operations. I think the first one was needed. I think the first operation, deherniation, was needed. But I think the persistent pain was not coming from there being scar tissue in the spinal cord or anything like that i think the pain was coming from all the trauma and the horrible experiences mm-hmm. i went through through losing my body mm-hmm. losing my job losing my life losing my identity yeah, yeah. i was under a lot of stress and stuff like that and obviously linking into the fight or flight thing so, so like your
1: cortisol would be raised and spiked when I went like, tested
2: like, for cortisol that, this, I wanted to ask it was about that. so yeah, high like, it was because I was you know when you're yeah. in pain you're struggling well, so to
1: much I all the time about again sleep and the link with cortisol and like etc different yeah. times of the day and like post workout and things like that yeah. and it's like people don't you underestimate the power of like the spiking cortisol
0: it's yeah.
2: mental yeah. 100% well oh, yeah. coffee yeah. does it you
0: had your you, had, you shared your blood didn't you you shared yeah, your yeah, results, I did
2: results yeah yeah it was it was yeah was yeah yeah yeah, and I thought it was, I thought, honestly, my testosterone, your testosterone was, really, was really high. Yeah, my testosterone, testosterone was all right. right. It oh, was showing up. This is, yeah, I've got yeah, my good facial. <laughs> right. I mean, don't ask me to grow it out, though, yeah? <laughs> yeah but, can you share a bit
1: of your blood?
2: Yeah, so really it was, me. so um, what was weird was, so I... You um, met the information behind
3: it, not actually your blood.
2: Yeah, so I was going to say, like, You've got to be... Uh, yeah. Like, things like,
1: because I promote, like, the use of ashwagandha. and things I take
2: ashwagandha every day. Yeah, I have a lion's mane and ashwagandha coffee that I have in the morning. And I also take... Yeah. I take um, a lot of Ashwagandha just like, because yeah. it yeah. is brilliant. But you don't take it more for four weeks. They say four weeks stints is the best. Yeah. Um, I noticed that I was getting really horny
0: on it. I'm just... Really no, i it just... i, I, I to right. no, tell no, no, no. no, there's Duster the speak.
1: Yeah, yes. It's not that. Max is going
0: to Why didn't say something? It's actually true, that's that. that yeah, true. it had me like... Oh, really? But so then I
1: took it on prep, so... It's um, really true. Also, very but, <laughs> if,
0: if my wife is watching this... She will... know No, I've just been given Ash for going up the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm glad to hear you're happy, man. Mental health's going to be going up, isn't it? All linked. She's like, Jen's yes. like, why do you keep giving me all these memes Like, she's got like nothing now. It's fine, just keep, yeah, yeah, just keep <laughs> eating I that.
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've
0: got this new coffee,
3: you should try it. This is. <laughs> And these tablets, and yeah,
1: this, yeah. and this. Big, big fan of ashwagandha. Yeah, but my, so, I've got a lot of clients with like anxiety and things like that.
0: Yeah. It really, really
1: helps. That's what it's for, know yeah. and,
0: Just, the, and the benefits. Can you smell that too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but
2: my bloods, basically, what they were saying was, it was not that my testosterone was low, it's that my estrogen and prolactin was high. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's that's like, apparently, when you have kids, when a guy has kids, their estrogen uh, and prolactin naturally goes up mm-hmm. because it's linked to the carer instinct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And obviously, when you have kids, you have to be more nurturing and caring. You can't be mm-hmm. the aggressive. Macho, yeah, yes. yeah.
1: <laughs> but so apparently, I was just. I think but women have hyperlactin when they're like giving birth. Well, it, it's
2: Things what creates breast milk,
1: that's it. Prolactin, I, is you know, not, naturally hyperlactin, and I'd, I'm yeah. i proper looked into it. well like, it's
2: a oh. caregiver thing, it's yeah. a very you know, so, and, it, and mine was quite high. So, um, I was just and, and they think it was due to um, sank in my endocrine system. So, you, you know, it's the endocrine system is part of your brain that dictates all of your hormones, hormones all of yeah. you know, that type big of on stuff.
1: hormones, yeah, yeah.
2: So, um, but they thought basically, I was my prolactin was quite high, and that's normally a Sign of something called a hyperprolactinoma, which is a tumor on your pituitary gland. Mm -hmm. That sounds scary having Mm a brain tumor, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? Obviously, when I first heard that, I was like, That's exactly what I did. did. This is not what I knew. I was like, At least she was like,
1: what the sorry right.
2: how are you doing this to me, There's man?
1: More, no, exactly, oh,
2: yeah. too, and um yeah. it turns out that it's just it's directly linked to chronic
1: stress. Yeah. It's directly linked when you're stressed. And, uh, and you know, a lot of, for me, obviously a lot of uh, weightlifting and high yes. high protein, like that sort of lot of stress on your body, so, 100%, I'm, so, I'm, so like, it's like it's, it's to that. Good. But they said to
2: me <laughs> you need operation. I went mean,
1: <laughs> No <laughs> No I do not. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm gonna take some herbal supplements and go to the gym and sort this out how I yeah, should do. I'm not gonna
1: I've blood, so intestinal testosterone is fine. Yeah. Was prolactin higher.
2: was high, like, estrogen was yeah. high and I think um, globulin, which is a sex hormone mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know the one you mean. something That was yeah. quite high as well um, but these are all linked to stress and stuff like that so it was um, it was one of those so I realised really which makes sense I needed to implement a lot of things to reduce my stress and that's when I started my Guided by Kai account yeah. my journey that I was like yeah. you know, for the next 12 weeks I'm doing a PT course it's i'm gonna work the pt well. yeah. and i'm gonna implement change in my life to help reduce my cortisol mm. relaxing levels stuff like honest. that yeah. so i you know i did that and it did start to reduce um but then obviously doing a degree doing that <laughs> obviously trying to study all that stuff and obviously i put a lot of pressure on myself as well yes. i really like I think the reason I've been so on top of getting through all this disability and pain was the last thing I wanted to be. There's nothing wrong with being disabled, non-benefits and, you know, not being able to work. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people out there really can't. I just didn't want to be that man. I wanted to be independent. I wanted to be responsible. I wanted my nice yard. I want to have a family. I want to have that lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it was this driver of being like, if I need that, if I want to become that. I'm gonna to have to get yeah. on top of this. Yeah.
1: And again, that's that putting things together. We, we're, I feel like we're very similar. Like I really love the drive to success, whatever that is. Yes. Like some people just have that, and it doesn't need to be like it's not doesn't have to be that gratification of like money or the little b. We just like the. I want to achieve that. This is yeah. what I've got to do. I'm going to get there. That is very fulfilling, whatever that looks like. And that's like, you got. You do your degree, you're an all-in person. Yeah. You're doing this, you're all, you're all yeah. in. Yeah, B- I mean? percent. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I yeah. Don't do not do half measures. Yeah. except my arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, do you know what I mean? But I
2: literally, I want, I want to do everything properly. Yes. And that's the thing, when I started going to, go to gym and stuff very like that.
1: that's a lot of pressure. Well, it is, and obviously yeah. pressure,
2: stress, stresses yeah. cortisol, cortisol. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And stuff like that. So yeah. it's do you know what I mean? It fluctuates. And at the moment, I'm waiting on a brain scan uh, to see if there is, you know, a tumor right, right there. Yeah. To
0: see, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what my dad said. <laughs> yeah, you're showing yourself it's up that today with that. That's, today. that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. Saying, like when you start, when you say to, like, I've got something in my eye, and then your parent go, Yeah, eyeball. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Right, yeah. right. So, so
1: the,
0: next, role. Yeah. next role. So, next Saturday. message. It's all
1: right. Next key message. Because uh, is, I want it to be the most. Yes. I'm like, that's because right,
2: you want it, it, it to be a rule. And I say if you implement these as rules, you're going to do fine you're going to do good um so everything matters when it comes to pain which is in my situation it really does because you, what you think you think if you think pain is just this biological mechanism has nothing to do with your environment or your mental state or anything like that then you're going to make your pain worse because you're not going to no, notice when you're catastrophizing you're not going to notice when you're watching things mm. that are direct triggers you're not going to notice when you're engaging in things that that make your pain worse so it's realizing that for, for me when i make music going back to that phenomenological flow stuff that really helps my pain yeah. so understanding
1: you your triggers your behavior yeah
2: and yeah. it's like every and it literally is everything mm. your whole lifestyle mm. you need to work and the thing is it sounds like a lot of effort when you're in chronic pain you're like this is so much to deal with and now i have to get Where'd everything in my life in check yeah start off with one thing yeah start off with maybe a meal plan start off by going to the gym start off by, going start off by just going to bed th- at the same time yeah. each night and waking yeah. up at the same Please. time each morning
1: That's that one do that one <laughs> oh. yeah <laughs> give your
2: body a fight look if your body knows what's happening the next day then it knows how to deal with the next day. It's not going to have randomly spiky quarters at random times yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, And that's linked to your circadian rhythm. It's linked to when you go into bed, when you get in sunlight, you know, everything like that. So if you just go up in the same time every night and then wake up at the same time every morning, your body knows when to engage certain hormones for sleep, when to engage REM sleep and stuff like that. And it, it doesn't need to randomly negotiate And when you randomly when negotiate you do and you
3: are out of sync, Oh, you notice. You, yes, Literally, I like notice. Usually, usually, I'm in bed by right, half-night. Yes. Like, if I'm going to bed later than half-night, something's wrong. Mm. But obviously, since, since getting our podcast up, there, unfortunately isn't here at the
1: moment. <laughs> um, We're very upset.
3: Yeah, I know you would be. I was um, nervous, David. <laughs> I know. Um, but where we've had her, you know, like, say so it's got to bed, and I'll like, I'll kick the dog down here and take her up in the garden mm. before I go to bed, so I don't go up till 10. I'm sitting there going... No, nah, I'm yeah. really stuck because I've got myself in a structure. Half nine to bed, and we love fruit. Quarter, quarter to five yeah. in the morning, I yeah. wake up to go to the gym. Nice. And every morning I'm like that. And then w- when you're out of sync, you're yeah. Just like, yeah,
1: that's wow. why. Not on, <coughs> and again, this is not <coughs> a scientific whatever, but it probably is actually somewhere out there. People on shift work will find "quote unquote" life like weight management, like weight stress, yeah. they'll find that harder to deal with because they've not got that nice. But have
2: you have sleep. you seen um, any documentaries about prison? I love it. So so. Like, <laughs> <I'm quite> dumb, <laughs> do you want to go, dear? She likes I'm, it to a point. I, yeah, I really find that interesting. Well, the thing, yeah. have you noticed, that like, prisoners have the most regimented lifestyle in the world. Mm-hmm. They have to go to bed at a certain. They have to do. They have. They have to eat at as They're They their life is time. controlled externally.
1: Yeah,
2: but. If you take a prisoner out of a regiment, I think there's an episode of Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. Or um, well, Ramsey's they... He gave that kid a, a job. Yeah, he? yeah. And there was an episode where he went into a prison. <laughs> but he took them out of their natural mm. regiment and there was mm. a fight in the prison oh, people. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah. They, these people were going against their innate instincts. They were going against what their internal, yeah. it's, you it's know, just, it's what they expected. So they so
3: really expected. It's 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 the same lying. Like, in the military as well. Literally. literally. As soon as someone leaves the military, I struggled when I came out and I've spoken to so many like, mm-hmm. people in the military. When they come out, they don't know what to do because they haven't got someone telling that them to regiment. do it. Yeah.
1: Same with children. Uh, children play up in like half term in summer holidays. You bet, like we are like, yeah, and they're like, oh Breach. my god, they're going to yeah. fall because they crave that routine. Yeah, it's amazing. And to be fair
0: though, if my missus drops something on me that I'm not thinking about or not planning, it throws me out. and yeah. I, mean, yeah. I actually have a panic attack pretty much. Yeah, like. no. I, like you were saying about you getting stressed. That's why. Yeah. yeah. If she tells me what we're doing that day, I like to know, and then all of a sudden yeah, she says we're doing this instead or this isn't. No, yeah. that's not part of the root thing. Yeah. Yes! I completely really
1: agree <laughs> with yeah. that.
0: So, I get, I yeah,
1: literally. Yeah. yeah,
0: hold on, I didn't plan that in my yeah, diary. Yeah, he froze me, he actually yeah, does me, and then I end up getting a migraine because I'm in social stress. We're
1: do not stay. Like,
0: like, I think you've got some. I literally. <laughs> I literally. <laughs> yeah, I can't really do doing it. it. Out of your
1: control. So,
0: you might yeah. say to me, we're going to my brother's, whether they roasting this, we get some brothers, and then he'll say, all of a sudden you're like, oh, let's all go to the park now. No, no, the park <laughs> is, is in the plans. No, are not going Meeting to the park. 18 rows, That, that is it. My plans were: I come to yours. After dinner, I sit down, chill out, go home. I'm not going to the park. That's not yeah. your plan. Yeah. That is literally, do you notice how I was messaging you? No, no, I messaged no, 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 you, you like,
1: you did that, your, <laughs> your body
3: language, you just yeah. nervous. nervous. You know? nervous. So thinking bad. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. nervous me. over a hypothetical situation.
1: That is <laughs> potential threat, isn't it? It's potential threat. It's
2: going to end headache in a second. You need to stop, Meditate. Like, <laughs> that's
1: linked to your like fear of trauma because it's out of the normal, out of control. Mm. I wonder. Being oh yeah. A, being a but I imagine, you, I imagine you. Know, what know. It's, it's like a psychological <laughs>
2: session, isn't it? Like <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> poor lads getting freaking taken apart in front of. Them. <laughs> 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 I hope I put you back together, <laughs> <laughs> I love you.
1: Yeah, but that's interesting. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, it's it's analogy. a
2: yeah, it's, it's a good one. <laughs> so, so the next message is um, this one's very relevant to me. I wish I saw this before 2018. It's a uh, medicines and surgeries are not the answer, not often the answer. Now yeah, that's not all the time. Explain, yeah, the, which you know, is like, yeah, you know like, I mean, like yeah. you need the surgery. Sometimes unless you I'm need surgery. Stubborn.
1: I don't like popping pills. Yeah, I'm very well, that's it. But I, yeah. I'd like to know why that is. Why am I like no? I'm not taking it unless it's bad. We haven't
0: got long enough. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, can we have a session. No, yes, yeah, so I know. think the old SD card's nearly full. <laughs> looking at his face. Is he ready? Are we running out of time? Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's <the> wrap, it's <laughs> All right. All right so we know medicine
2: it's and surgery is not off to time.
1: the other oh,
2: i oh. obviously we've been oh. through understanding your pain can be key I had the book understood it stuff like that. and we've actually been through a bit of recovery mm. is possible that you can actually recover so that and is also, also the good messages
0: what's the page was guided by a car uh, on,
2: on Instagram and I'm also starting a podcast soon I'm going to be called the guided by series where I'm going to be talking to people about and their be life and myself 100% on <laughs> you're all coming on there's no doubt about that 100% and that's going to be in Manchester yeah oh definitely we'll have a party then as well. it's a great gin in
1: Manchester
2: and live next door to one to be fair so. Yeah, the Y Club But there's some oh, really nice. cool there's some actually there's a female bodybuilder I need to show you after this called oh. called um Gabby. She's she's really cool actually. She nice. doesn't and very yeah, cool. There's a lot of people there, but yeah. yeah I'm gonna let it wrap it up because otherwise yeah. more lads so gonna have
1: to get another do... SD. Be yeah. But before before we go, I like to finish. I like, oh, I like a format. She likes a structure these, these po- girls. I do. So. Okay. So well yeah, anyway, so we we know where to find you. Indeed. If you could I know you've just gone through the messages, check me out. Not rules, messages. Um if you would could leave the listeners with a word of wisdom or the best advice, anything you would like to, I know I'll put the pressure on, yeah, but anything, you would, yeah, <laughs> anything you'd like to leave them with and then bomb.
2: Um, you're stronger than you think. I think the the biggest thing to realize is that your ancestors that created you today survived the most crazy nightmares that you could ever imagine. And they did so. And they did that while maintaining families, while maintaining food, while building housing, while creating the society we live in today. We can do all of that. You can get in control of your life and become an incredible success.
1: Can I just say one thing? You kind of just did a Winnie the Pooh. Oh, did I? Go on. Where's the honey at? It's like, yeah. I'm here. It's something like you're stronger than you think you're braver than you you know, or something like that. no,
2: that's it. Oh, Willie DePoo's onto saying, here,
1: yeah. Just said it, yeah. 100%. Thank you so much. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much.
2: Cheers. Till next time, guys.